Welcome to the Lady Stuff Podcast with Kelly and Tiffany, the two licensed midwives behind Beautiful One Midwifery. This is your one-stop shop for all your Lady Stuff questions and topics. We are passionate about educating women, offering alternative solutions to common female health issues, and normalizing your body and your questions. Join us each week as we tackle new topics and laugh along the way. Welcome back to the Lady Stuff Podcast. I'm Tiffany. I'm Kelly. And we are talking about processing disappointment in birth today. A huge topic, uh, but it's so important. Oh my gosh, it's it's incredibly important because guess what? It doesn't get talked about. Mm-hmm. And for sure, uh, no matter what kind of birth you have had or will have, uh, nothing quite goes the way that you anticipate. And so you may be somebody who's like, oh, everybody else thinks I had this amazing birth and I didn't. Or you may be somebody who's like, I'm traumatized by my birth and other people don't quite understand that. And so there's like a whole uh, spectrum. And we are going to jump to that spectrum. Yes, we are. Before we jump to the spectrum, we have a quick announcement. You guys know we have had our Fixing Your Period course out for an entire month now. Hooray! Oh my gosh. It's been so fun to share with you guys. People are already taking it and giving us feedback, which is the most rewarding. Oh, for sure. It's like our little baby that we put out into the world. Gaga! And you guys are like, we love that baby. (laughs) It's so cute and cuddly. Oh, it's the cuddliest (laughs) little thing in the world. (laughs) So um, but a new feature of all of the beautiful things that we are doing in this corner of the world is Kelly has put together a super fun newsletter that she sends out weekly that just gives really cool updates on what's going on in our midwifery practice. What are some things that we are enjoying out in the world as far as like best products for uh, women's health, pregnancy, birth? Postpartum, all the things. Uh, Cool blog posts that I've read that have been like, oh, that's great. I want more people to read this. Um, Or books that we're reading. Just uh, life stuff, midwifery stuff, birth stuff, parenting stuff. All the stuff. Yeah, all of our favorite things wrapped up into one tidy little concise newsletter. Uh, So we put a link to that sign up if you want to be a part of this newsletter. It's in our show notes. We also are going to make that a space to share promos, discounts, coupons, and stuff for our products. So if you have your eyes on the course, if you have your eyes on some seed cycling or vaginal steaming products, that is the best place to stay in the know about any of the uh, promotions that we do for it. Great. Okay, let's jump back to processing disappointment in birth. Yes. I know all about this because I was disappointed in all my births. Yeah. And that's okay. Yes, I am am here to tell the tale. It is, I am okay. And there are pieces of my births that although they went very straightforward, that I'm like, ooh, oh, that still kind of stings that it went that way or like that that happened or I felt like that in that moment or whatever. Right? Yeah. And there can be pieces of a birth that you're not into and the rest of it was great. Right. But it can just be this nagging one thing that you're like, oh, if it just wasn't for the dun-dun-dun. Yeah, man. And you can look at your baby and be like, oh, I love you so much. But like, dang, I'm disappointed with how it went to meet you. Yeah. So the problem is, is that we put so much pressure on women to feel only good things about their birth. Oh, for sure. Yeah. 
Like, oh, oh, but your baby's okay. Or like, oh, but it's fine, right? And you're like, well, yeah, but like, no, at the same time, right? Yeah, and another problem is is that those of us who don't have only positive feelings about our birth feel like we're kind of stuck in bad feelings and we don't really know how mm. to process that because we're not supposed to talk about it. Right. Because, yeah, absolutely. So today we're hoping to give a little bit of wisdom, give a little bit of insight on some steps that you can take towards and processing any disappointment from your birth experiences. And most of all, just to understand that it's normal and it's okay to have some bad feelings. Yes. I think that the idea of the dichotomy of holding a hard thing, but also a good thing in our hands can feel really uncomfortable. I love my baby, but I hated this particular experience or part of it or whatever. Um, And sitting in those two conflicting feelings, we feel pressure to be like, oh, let me just like cover over those bad feelings and just make them all good. Yeah. And the people that you potentially have around you feel that pressure also Mm -hmm. to help make it okay for you as well. Yes. We're, uh, yeah, we like to make things okay for people. And sometimes it's just not okay. Yeah. And and that's okay. It's okay that it's not okay. Wise. Hmm. Okay. So why does this become so emotionally consuming for women, their feelings about their birth? I mean, it's such a massive, vulnerable, huge experience in our lives. Mm -hmm. No matter how you feel about birth, no matter what you planned for it, no matter where you decided to have your baby or whatever, no matter what, uh, it is a massive experience, whether you recognized it or not, even before going into birth. Uh, it's life-changing in every single way. Yeah, and you know you can view it differently in yourself as the person who experienced it than how somebody else who was around you observing experienced it. So you can have your mom, your sister, your doula, Mm. your doctor, your midwife, your partner there and be like, no, babe, it was fine. Or like, oh, it wasn't cool for me in this way. And that's subjective. Mm -hmm. Your birth experience is subjective. So you can have had something that didn't feel right for you, even though everybody else was like, I don't know, it's fine. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, even clients of ours witnessing from the outside wow, I assume they probably feel like this right now. And hearing them process their own experience, I'm like, I'm so glad I didn't say that out loud because that's not what their internal compass was uh, feeling in that moment. No. Yeah. Yeah, and nothing feels worse than you getting the courage to say this (laughs) was kind of not okay for me and then someone else being like, no, it was fine. (laughs) It was fine for you. It was the worst. (laughs) Okay, talk about the difference between disappointment and trauma. Yeah, well, absolutely. There's a huge... uh, part of us that builds up some kind of expectation. So there can be some unmet expectations in birth, just like in any area of life that we can be like, oh, I like, kind of wished it went that way, right? I think back to like uh, prom night in high school. Oh, yeah. Right? Where you're like, ah, I'm so excited. And this is what it's going to be like and all of the things. And then you're like, oh, <laughs> that, that did not quite go the way that I anticipated or the way that like the movies told me it was going to or the way that I thought it was going to. And um, now it's over. Now, praise the <laughs> Lord, it's over. Uh, but that being said, that is, that's disappointing, right? Um, but trauma in and of itself lives inside the body in a way that is, uh, that tells you what happened to you is not right. What you experienced is not okay. 
um, and that you feel for whatever reason and for whatever reason you feel this way is okay, um, that you were harmed in some way, whether that's physically, emotionally, psychologically, spiritually, any way um, that you're holding on to um, and that your body is holding on to. Oof. Which actually has a huge increase in the incidence of postpartum depression. Mm-hmm. Your your view of your birth experience, whether it's trauma, especially with trauma, but also just with general disappointment, can really affect how you're able to process motherhood and moving forward in recovery. Mm, absolutely, man. It's heavy. Adaptability, I think, is the hardest part of parenting Mm. you have to adapt to things so quickly at kind of a compromised state (laughs) sometimes birth is your first taste of that sometimes birth is the first place where you're compromised and being forced to adapt quickly yes and you're in that mental space of like not quite being able to make full wholehearted decisions uh and depending on who is around you how you're supported what the situation is Uh, that can lead in a lot of different directions. And if you're somebody who felt like they were either like very prepared and can't believe this thing Mm -hmm. happened that you thought you were prepared for, or very unprepared and you felt like you just got hit by a bus where you're like, I had absolutely no idea that could any of this was the reality. Those can feel like very disjointed experiences from your birth. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Some of the feelings that kind of go along with this disappointment can be anger, regret, grief, guilt. I think guilt gets us so good. I mean, and that's one of the first, like, tastes of how much motherhood just, like, imprints on you, right? Like, how much guilt we have in different seasons of motherhood, too. It's heavy. Yeah, and uh, does your birth experience have a bearing on who you are as a mom? Right. Does that contribute to your identity as a mother and how well you're able to care for this brand new helpless person? In our minds, I think we say, yeah, of course it does. Because I was like made, I was told I was like made to do this, right? Or like what failed here? And then we immediately go to ourselves like, oh, we're the ones who failed. It was our body. It was our, we weren't in it enough. We didn't breathe right. We didn't whatever. Um, And that's simply not true. No, no, it's not. It's getting me fired up. This is a huge topic. <laughs> it really it really is. We're going to try to condense it into yes. a tiny yeah. little podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but you guys will uh, for sure catch us chatting about this mm-hmm. over on our Instagram. So don't forget to yes. follow and join along over there. Okay. How do we process disappointment in birth? We have a couple of tips for you because the whole point is <laughs> that you mm-hmm. don't feel so alone in this and you don't feel quite so stuck. And, and the, hopefully that there's like a podcast about this makes you realize, oh, this is common. Yes. Yes. Other people must be going through this, especially the midwives who have seen hundreds right. of births. <laughs> right. Who have experienced some of their own birth disappointment. Mm-hmm. That is okay. Yes. Okay. So we recommend just getting started that you write about it, that you talk about it, that you create something around some of this disappointment, that you find a way to express yourself as you're processing what it is. You maybe have never even said it out loud for the first time. Mm -hmm. I hated this part. Yeah. And I think a lot of women just replay it in their heads, in their minds. They think about those things, but 
you don't feel like you have the ability to say it out loud because uh, what would other people think if I didn't love the experience of bringing my baby into the world? Uh, Or what would they think if they actually knew the truth of how it played out, whatever. Um, And uh, that is not, it's not true. But with that being said, we have to be wise about who we're sharing our hearts with, especially on this topic, because there are plenty of people who view your feelings as like, well, it's just a part of birth. And it doesn't have to be. Yeah. Aren't you glad that you and the baby are okay? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm like, that's a great, of course, yes, Yes. we're all happy we're alive, but the alive part is the lowest bar we should be shooting for. Yes. Yeah. We should be able to make it out alive. (laughs) Right. And not feel super shitty about a birth. Yes. That is a a valid (laughs) desire. Yes, for sure. (laughs) That is your desire. That should not be dismissed. For sure. Uh, So then another tip that we have is as you're processing it, just admitting it, talking about it, and you'll choose wisely who you talk about it with, you know, there's going to be a right person to chat about this with. Um, But try reframing your experience or practice reframing your experience without self-criticism. So without saying like, I should have, I could have, if only I had, or I wish that. Yeah. That's powerful. I mean, I feel like that's useful in so many life situations because we immediately go to criticize ourselves. Um, And when you start to any traumatic or disappointing experience, we're not trying to uh, like shove it away and be like, no, we're just going to reframe it and everything's okay. It's not the idea that you're reframing it so that it is okay, but we're reframing it in a way that like you are okay, right? You Um, are okay. Yeah. You are okay. And inside that reframing, a healthy way to sort of be processing the should have, would have, could have can be, I would have liked to feel Mm. blank. I wish in this moment that it, that I would have felt blank. Mm -hmm. And that can be respected, empowered, heard, cared for. Yeah. And we recognize, oh, we're not saying, of course we wish maybe the situation was different, but what we're saying there is like, oh, there's a piece of my heart that wasn't well cared for in that for whatever reason. Um, and that's, it's hard. It's good to, re- it's good to talk about it, but it can feel like, oh man, gosh, if only I right, was given the correct information or if only... Uh, someone let me know what was happening with my baby right after they were born got swept away to the warmer or anything Um, yeah our hearts I think in particular in those feelings of like I wish I felt respected or empowered or heard uh, those are really powerful even even sometimes more than the actual situation Mm -hmm. well it's the heart stuff that's the hardest yeah it really is if it was only about the circumstance about what happened Mm-hmm. We wouldn't be sitting here talking about it. It wouldn't it's matter. True. We'd just be like, well, that's just the facts. Yeah. Which I think is how some people approach it, which makes it really hard to process to bring the those emotions. kinds yes. of people. Yeah. The thing that really matters to you, Mama, is your feelings around it. Right. How you would have liked to have felt in that moment. Mm-hmm. What would have supported you better. And so mm-hmm. that's sometimes a helpful way to be reframing. Another helpful thing is, and you got to be really brave for this one, 
discuss it with the people who took care of you. Mm. Your care provider team. The people who said, we are going to make this okay for you. Right. And we're human care providers. I know because I am one. Right. Yeah, We make mistakes and we have faults and such. Uh, But I I do promise that I'm going to make it okay for people. And when it's not okay for people, I want to bear part of that grief and responsibility. Yeah. Even if there's nothing that I can do about it, I want to be somebody who cares that somebody had an experience that doesn't sit well with them. And you would hope that most care providers are like that. It's not always the case. Uh, I feel like I've had... Uh, previous like doula clients and stuff like that write letters to their doctors or that one particular nurse or whatever sometimes they're sent sometimes they're not it's just the act of it but Mm -hmm. um or trying to make an appointment to actually process things uh can be really helpful um in order to get the actual information of i understand how i experienced it how did you experience it why did you make that decision uh what was what's the bearing behind uh, kind of the path that this all took. Um, Another helpful piece of that too can be just asking, like requesting your actual medical records from wherever you birthed. That in particular, sometimes we think it's gonna give us the answers. It doesn't always, just depending on how your care team is charting, but it can be uh, a piece of a larger puzzle um, that we've definitely processed with clients of ours who have needed to transfer or whatever else um, uh, that we've processed with them too. Yeah, so you can kind of decide, does having the information help? Do you want to get it and just like stash it away somewhere so that you can get to it if you need to? Mm-hmm. Or maybe that's not part of it at all. Maybe that's not helpful at all to look to look through that. You kind of have to decide with your own circumstances. And those are available like for a very long time. So if you're in a space that's yes. a very raw and tender, it does not need to be today that you do that or that you talk about that. Exactly. Yeah. Improving Birth is an organization that is all about improving birth. Huh? Yeah. And improvingbirth.org has an accountability toolkit on their website Ooh, that you can download. It has some ideas about how to get in touch and what to say to care providers where you feel like uh, they could have improved on your birth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> And it's helpful because that it was created because this is not uncommon. Um, but it's a helpful kind of guide to take you through. Okay, here's a way to give me some confidence with some words to say, some action to take, because it can feel overwhelming. And uh, there, there's an easy sense of a power discrepancy uh, between patient and care provider sometimes depending on who your care provider is. And that can be uncomfortable. And so this is a super helpful toolkit uh, to help you navigate through that. Yeah, and finally, you might just need some extra help in this department, depending on your feelings, depending on how it's impacting your self-esteem as a mom, depending on how you feel like you're able to navigate through those feelings. You might need to go see a counselor or a therapist, Uh uh, somebody who's really trained in unpacking some of these things and helping you work through the feelings and giving some coping tools for when these these feelings come up as you process your birth that you have somebody there who can guide you and just really lovingly show you the way mm-hmm. uh, to processing it therapeutically. Yeah, that's super important. And I think it's it's helpful to remember that as you're processing, as you're thinking back, as you're 
writing, as you're talking, all of that is not um, meant to mm, turn this into an experience that like you just totally loved. You may hate your birth or hate parts of it forever. And that is okay. I can promise that these feelings will not be as uh, in your face always, but you may always harbor that sense of like, that was just simply not okay. But how can we help you be okay amidst that not okay thing? Yeah. I mean, you got to stay open, allow the feelings, like can't bottle those up. Mm-hmm. And then be open to your feelings changing as yes. time goes on, yeah. as you get more insight and information, as you change as a person. Mm-hmm. Was there something, uh, Tiffany, in particular about your processing of your births that was helpful in terms of uh, working through your disappointment? Yes. I think reframing was the most helpful thing mm. possible. Yeah. But I, at the time... I felt very responsible for the outcomes, but Mm -hmm. in reality, when I take myself back to the times that I was a part of the decision-making that led to the birth that was somewhat disappointing, I was doing the very best job that I could. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it was the experience itself that informed me that it could have been different, not that I knew it could be different and made a different choice. Right. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So, uh... So I've, I've learned to accept the fact that something was a bit out of my control and that's very uncomfortable for me, mm-hmm. but that I was, I was doing the best with what I had. And sometimes I fantasize about what I would do if I did it over again. Yeah. And sometimes that helps me too. Like, oh, I see some places here that would feel so good to do differently. Mm-hmm. And of course I would do it differently because I'm a different person and I learned a lot from doing that. Yes. It's a valuable, it's a valuable piece of how I've turned out this way. Yeah. Yeah. It is a part of your story that is purposeful. And I have seen uh, the way that your particular stories has impacted particular clients of ours too, as you're processing their births with them and that like camaraderie that is created because somebody's like, you're saying the things that my heart has been thinking, my mind has been thinking, but I haven't found my person to be able to talk to that, to talk about it or to give space for it uh, safely. And so the fact that so much of this isn't often talked about or it's brushed over when it is, uh, is a disservice to so many people. Yeah. So there's hope for you who's Mm -hmm. listening to this. If you know somebody who potentially has expressed disappointment in their birth that you want to send this episode along to, that would be such a loving kind thing to do. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just so people feel normal and not so alone and in their bad feelings. Yes. There is always hope. Okay. Before we say goodbye today, we guys, we guys, we guys, we girls, we, 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 Kelly and I want to share with you guys. (laughs) Hey, we guys. <laughs> we share. <laughs> we want to share very professionally. We want to so share. We have a really fun free class that we have uh, coming up March 15th. Yep. At 7 p.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time. So we're in California. Um, but it will be available for to listen at any other time after that. Um, but we are doing a masterclass, a free class about um, hormone balancing. A huge topic, uh, but one that is near and dear to our hearts and one that impacts every person. Yes. Everybody. So come. Yep. Learn. Listen. 
Watch us. Mm. Most importantly, (laughs) you can find the sign-up link in the show notes or the website or the Instagram. We're found in so many places. Mm -hmm. You know how we like to share the things we're doing. So many shares. But uh, until next week, you guys uh, have a wonderful week. Yep. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you're going to. Bye. Bye.